Hey, 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 how's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I'm the Mushroom Man. Today, I want to talk to you about the 10 best psilocybe cabensis strains for beginners and advanced psychonauts alike. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, how do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous look-alike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushroom. Right, so the psilocyde cabensis strain, right? So this this one's interesting, right? So if I if I go online right now and I search for psilocyde cabensis, I could get a, a ton of different types of psilocyde cabensis things that pop up with all different types of names. And it's kind of confusing because it's a little different than if I was searching for one of the other types of magic mushrooms. If you've watched my other podcast or listen to my other podcast you know that you know there's like 180 different types and if i search for like um psilocybe azarens which is the most potent magic mushroom of all i i don't see that i don't see you know many different types of azarens different strains but when it comes to the psilocybe cabensis you see all these different strains right so it's kind of confusing i mean is there something different in these different strains i mean why is there so many different strains? Are some of them harder to grow? Are some of them more potent than others? Are some of them provide different types of effects on us? I mean, do some of them cause bad trips? I mean, I need to know more about these um, different types of strains, really, right? So I decided, well, let me do some research and figure out what the heck's going on with the psilocyde cabensis and why are there so many strains? So that's what we did. We went ahead, we started looking, and come to find out, man, there's 40 different strains. 40 different strains. So if you're trying to get psilocyde cabensis, how do you know out of those 40 strains, what is the best one to get? That can be confusing, right? Now the good news is, they're all in the same ballpark when it comes to potency. However, if you go on a forum, You'll hear some people talking about how some are one and a half times more potent than others. But keep in mind this, they're all from the psilocyde cabensis. They're all the same mushroom, okay? They've just grown in different areas. With the exception that some people have, you know, genetically modified some of these things. They're hybrids with other types of magic mushrooms. So technically they can be more potent than others. So let's take a look at the top 10 most popular ones that I was able to find online and let's examine those, okay? So for the top 10 most, the, the number one, the number one most popular psilocyde cabensis mushroom that there is, is the golden teacher. The golden teacher, and we're just gonna go through a quick little um, overview of each one of the top 10 and then we'll um, be done here. So. The golden teacher, the exact origin of the teacher is unknown, but it made its appearance in the late 80s. It is a, it's a great one for beginners, while it's also a favorite among advanced growers. 
and they say it has an average to high potency for a psilocybin cubensis strain. Now it grows in lar- it grows large mushrooms with wide golden caps and has a thick stem and probably gets its name because of the color of its cap. However, all cubensis have a golden brown cap. But I think the original golden teacher is is the first one to coin the name of the golden, okay? But they're all golden. Now you can get several um, flushes or what's new growths out of one batch, which is typical for any type of mushroom you grow. And it likes to um, grow in manure substrates. Now when we talk about substrates, remember cabensis grows out of poop. If you, if you watched my other, listen to my other podcast, you know that the cabensis likes poop. So um, you can use manure substrates, but really you can grow them just about any substrate. That's the reality. Now we move on to number two, the B plus cabensis. This is considered to be by many the most popular cabensis, even more popular than the golden teacher. But based on what people are buying, the golden teacher is more popular. However, this is considered by most to be the most popular. Now it's different. Its origin is unknown. However, it, um, it's known as a azorescence cabensis hybrid. Remember, azorescence is the most potent magic mushroom. So if it is a hybrid of those two, then it has an average to high potency, higher than that normal potency, which would make sense. It'll germinate quickly, meaning spores turn into mycelium. So it's a fast, um, starts to grow faster for you. It'll produce a large flush followed by smaller ones after. Some people who take this strain say that the sometimes occurring nausea that occurs with other strains is less likely to occur with this one. So you might not feel sick if you feel sick with other strains. The blue meanie, number three. This is an interesting strain because I personally don't think it's actually a cabensis strain. When you look into it, it looks like it's more into the Penelois sciencens um, clade mushroom. However, I've noticed a lot of other people listing it on their sites as a cabensis strain, and I know people will argue with me that it is a cabensis. But anyway, I don't know if it is or not, but it is a very popular mushroom. And the next one, number four, is the Alicabenzi. The Alicabenzi strain is reported by some to deliver more physical and spatial effects with a significant warping of balance in higher doses. Um, It does not provide um, like an over hallucinogenic experience, but you may want to stay close to home um, until you get an idea of what your tolerance level is with these types of mushrooms. But that should really be with any mushroom that you take. Uh, Number five is the Cambodian. The Cambodian strain is, uh, is a great one for a beginner because the mycelium will grow very fast and it's also a fast fruiter. It was discovered growing in cattle dung, which is poop, by uh, John Allen near the Anchor Wat Temple Complex. This is um, a Buddhist temple in Cambodia and is the largest religious monument in the world. So again, these strains are a lot of them are based on the location that they were found growing. That's just how popular the cabensis is that we there's such a following of the cabensis that people want one that was grown in a different country. So that's kind of the Cambodian. <laughs> but keep in mind, right? I want you to keep in mind before we go on. Psilocybin mushrooms contain the same three types of um, active ingredients, right? Psilocin, psilocybin, 
and baocystin, right? So these three elements is what creates the hallucinogenic effect in the body. It's the same active ingredients in all of these strains. It's the same active ingredients in all the other 10 magic mushrooms that I go through in my other podcasts and all the other 180 different species of magic mushrooms. So the reality is you shouldn't really feel any different experience with any one of the strains than you do with the others. Unless it's more of um, just like a personal feeling that you think you did. But here's the thing. You could take the exact same mushroom twice and get a completely different hallucinogenic experience each time you took it, even though it was the same mushroom strain. So the whole concept of, oh, I'm gonna take this strain and get different effects from this strain, there's no proof to back that up, okay? That's just individual people's experiences. However, like I said, it doesn't make sense why you would because they all contain the same three active ingredients. All right, moving on. So number six, the PF Classic. The PF Classic strain is named after Robert McPherson, AKA Psilocybe Fanaticus, who pioneered the PF Tech growing method, which is, um, um, and it grows best with the PF Tech growing method. The PF Tech, the BRF or the PF Tech growing method um, is just another type of substrate that you can use to grow your, your thing. I personally just, prefer to use manure because that's what they naturally grow in. However, this is another option. Okay, seven, the Orissa India. This mushroom was originally found growing in elephant dung in Orissa India by John Allen. This one grows taller than other Cabensis strains and actually has a wide saucer-like cap similar to that of the, um, the Golden Teacher. And this strain is perfect for beginners because it is a very forgiving strain which withstands contamination very well. You see, with uh, when it comes to when you start to grow your own, one of the big things people will talk about is sterilization. Make sure you have a sterile environment to grow them. And the reason for this is you don't want other you don't want competition growing inside of your substrate. You don't want other funguses growing in there. You only want the one fungus that you're putting in there to grow. And that's why. Um, but this one, if you did have competition, it would still grow pretty good. All right, number eight, the Florida White F+. The Florida White often gets put off because its name includes F+, which, let's face it, we all, in grade school, if you got an F, it was bad, so we associate F as a negative thing. However, it's an A-plus strain, and it's a favorite among advanced, I mean, experienced growers for the vivid visuals it provides. So people do claim that they get um, better visuals with this strain. It'll grow medium-sized fruits, very similar to the Texas strain, and it's higher in potency typically, and because it has a very, it's very dense mushroom, when you dry it out, it actually doesn't lose a lot of it. So you have bigger mushrooms, so you actually get, um, you can get more out of your, uh, your mushroom. Number nine, the Penis Envy 6. And the interesting thing now about the Penis Envy mushroom strain is it's, it's got its own following in general, there's just a huge following of the penis envy strain. Um, it is one of the most difficult mushrooms to find because only 5% of its mushroom drops spores. It has a short shelf life and it contaminates very easily. And is because of all these things, it's harder to get. It's more expensive to buy it as well. 
And you can, it's almost impossible to find spores for this one. You'd have to get it in a syringe. I haven't found any spores for it. Um, they can also take seven to, ta seven to 10 days to germinate. So you have to be patient to grow this one. Many people actually think they have dead spores when they just need to wait a little longer. This one was founded um, by RG back in the 1990s. However, many people thought it was founded by the late Terrence McKenna who, who engineered this strain. Or they thought, that they thought the late Terrence McKenna was the one who engineered this strain. Uh, most people report it being one and a half times more potent than the normal Cabensis strains. And again, against its name because it does look like a penis. Now, the Penis MV6 specifically, they say is one of the best hybrids, and it's a cross between the Texas strain and the Penis Envy strain. So, and the last and final one we have is the Z strain. And whenever I say the Z strain, it makes me think of zombies like Z Nation. Maybe it's similar to the Z, the zombies, because this one was engineered in a lab. And it's one of the most aggressive and fastest producing strains there is. It produces dense, meaty mushrooms, and it utilizes the entire substrate really well. And it grows taller than most strains, and it is reported as having a higher than normal potency. So this one, you'll just get a lot, a big flush of mushrooms when you grow this one. And that's it. Um, the different types of substrates that I did find was the rye grain. You can grow it in the rye grain. The BRF, which is the brown rice flour, we talked about that. The PF Tech is the Psilocybe Fanaticus Technique, is what that one stands for. You also can grow it in a straw substrate or a manure substrate. Um, if you're a beginner, I do recommend starting with probably the Golden Teacher, the Cambodian, Orissa India, or the Z Strain, as they'll just be the easiest for you to grow when you're getting your feet wet in this. Um, and again, I do... I do, if you go to the link in the description, there's an article I've written. I've actually got links where you'll be able to get um, all these, you can order the spore prints or the syringes if that's what you want and get them shipped directly to you. I also have links to substrates that you can get to grow them in. And I'm also going to be coming out with another article really soon um, showing you how to grow, the, the, um, grow them from your prints. The cool thing about if you get the print, right, I want to talk about this just for a second, is if you do decide to get the print, which is what I recommend, see, what when you order the spore print, you're going to get like this little piece of foil in a Ziploc bag in the mail, and on there, on the foil, there's going to be the spores from the mushroom gills. When you put the gills on a piece of foil, let it sit for 24 hours, it'll drop its spores. Well, you just take a knife and you just scrape some of those spores into some distilled water, and you take that, put it into a syringe, mix it up real well, and inject it into your substrate. And the cool thing about prints is you can get like seven batches from one spore print. And then when you're about to run out of spores from your print, you can just create your own spores from the mushrooms that you have and have like a never-ending supply of mushrooms. You never have to pay for them again. It's really the cheapest, most effective way. It's not a real good business model for someone who wants to... Uh, sell um, spores because you can just create your own and you'll never need to purchase them again. But I think uh, I prefer, I would go with the spore print. It's just as easy. But they do have grow kits out there as well as syringes. And, um, but just keep in mind, they are considered illegal in most places. So 
your safest bet to get them sent to you would be a spore print. So you don't have to worry about it getting stuck in customs and everything. But I'm going to have another podcast coming out, how to get magic mushrooms anywhere, even if they're illegal where you're at. So stay tuned for that. And if you'd like to learn more. But other than that, um, now you can confidently go out and pick the best strains of the cabensis based on your situation. Now you can, be, you can feel knowledgeable. Don't feel confused when you see all these different strains popping up. And if someone tries to offer you a different strain, you can have an idea of what it really means to have another strain of the cabensis. And if you'd like to learn more details about the psilocybin cabensis strains, then please go over to curativemushrooms.com and check out a bunch of articles I have out there on it. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for more articles and podcasts that I have coming out really soon. And I'll be talking to you soon. Bye-bye. Curative Mushrooms has to post the standard FDA disclaimer. The statements made regarding medicinal mushrooms have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. Creative Mushrooms is not making claims intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before consuming medicinal mushrooms. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice. Thank you.